I thought we were just yelling about being mermaids trapped on land. <laughs> Are sirens mermaids? Yeah. I'm, but they don't have tails. Yes, they do. The sirens make like a like they have like a song that that calls the the sailors to them to their death in the water. Yeah, right. So that they die, but the sirens aren't mermaids. I'm both, and they are both, and that is what we are. And we are just luring men and trapping them to their death with our song, or we're just very hot. I don't know. So we're mid thirties. We're all single. We've all been thoroughly disappointed by the men in our lives. Yes. None of us have achieved our career goals. Um, <laughs> we're so successful. <laughs> we live in different cities. Yes. And we're super hot. <laughs> so what do we do? What do we do now? We're the screaming sirens. <laughs> We're the shrieking sirens. That's a good start. They know who we are because it's like written on our podcast. And, and I we have, have an like awesome intro. intro. Yeah. Right. So I don't know that we need to reintroduce ourselves every time. Maybe we okay. could introduce ourselves like personally. Like I'm Sarah, the opera singer who lives in Berlin. I'm Nina the stylist who lives in Brooklyn. I'm Lauren, the artist who lives in Houston. For now. Texas. Yes, for now. Temporarily. I was tricked. Temporarily. It was a dirty, dirty trick by my parents. Should never trust your I know. parents. I, I will never again. <laughs> so what did we want to talk about today? Deal breakers? Yes. Dating deal, yep. deal breakers. I don't, okay, this is hard for me. I'm going to let you guys take the lead because I feel like I have deal breakers, but then I meet someone I like and it doesn't matter. They can have like every single one of my deal breakers and I'm like, but I like them and I don't care anymore. True. <laughs> There's always exceptions to the rule. Always. Right. Okay. Like if someone smells really good, but then they chew with their mouth open it's much harder for me to find someone who smells good and I can like maybe train them to chew with their mouth closed. Right. Maybe that's hard though. Maybe that's a hard habit. I don't... But training someone to smell good inherently is impossible. Yeah. You have to like something smell. Yeah. That's fair. Right. That's just biology. You can't help how that happens. I mean, I guess you can try to cover it up, but if your bio stink is repulsive to you, there's nothing you can do about that. There's, there's no building on that. You can only want to cry and run away for so long before you just have to lean into that. I feel like I, have, I haven't listened to that, though, in the past, and I like dated guys or had long-term relationships with people whose smell I did not. That's the most like. primal means of attraction, Sarah, that you're ignoring. I, I'm <laughs> no. not ignoring it anymore. I know. I was... I just really didn't think that anyone would ever love me, so I was very, um, yeah, like when I found it, you know, I was like, I have to do this. I don't care what issues there are. It's my one chance. 
But it wasn't true. You have many chances. You can find the person that smells good to you. That is so important. Mm -hmm. It's the hardest when people break up with you or disappoint you and they smell good. Oh, God, I know. Well, basically, if they smell good, that means you probably have really good physical chemistry with them. And if you... Not always. Not always. My ex smelled good to me, but we, we didn't have that no he was he was mm. too selfish right for me smelling good has also gone hand in hand with like really good sex which is hard to lose yeah well my sense of smell is really poor <laughs> so i don't know if anybody smells good to me per se i can but i can smell when they smell really terrible so that's a no-go but if they're i guess just okay smelling i'm okay with that i love lauren because she can only pick up the garbage smells <laughs> like the worst smells in the world she's like oh what is that or cucumber i can smell <laughs> cucumbers <laughs> which is super weird but if i'm wearing perfume or if i smell amazing or if someone's like here smell she's I'm, like i don't i, I don't no register i don't know what that is <laughs> what do you mean i'm kind of the same way though i only pick up certain smells there's a lot of smells that I don't notice. <laughs> There's a lot of feelings you don't always notice. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't notice in life. You have selective body and mind numbness. Yes. You know that's a side effect of, um, of like, the kind of trauma and, like, chronic PTSD is, like, you disassociate, so you just, like, check out. <laughs> that's why, you know, like, I'll go through phases where I lose everything. Because I'm like been triggered by something and I'm like totally checked out of reality for a little <laughs> while. I think it works in your favor though, because then people are always trying to get your attention and like wave <laughs> and make sure you're okay. <laughs> like that bartender you were telling us about. Why? Yes. Why are they always trying to make sure I'm okay? Because you space out so hard. <laughs> I do it too. I do it when I'm eating and then all of a sudden a fork is just going into my mouth at like 0. 0.0001 miles an hour and it's like, uh, and then I realize. The funny thing was, is I was spacing out in that moment because I was in my head trying to figure out like how to get the bartender to like notice me. <laughs> <laughs> it well, worked. You unwittingly... And willingly called called it to his attention and brought him to you in your siren-like way. And it worked. This, all this third eye opening actually worked. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> but I think he thought I was on drugs because I was in Amsterdam. And oh. I, in retrospect, <laughs> realized I must have looked so high. Because I, like, ate my cake really fast. Well, I didn't eat my cake really fast. But I ate my cake at Sarah normal speed, which is really fast. Uh-huh. And I was totally zoned out and tired, and I, it was taking me, like, three tries to understand what people were saying to me in English. <laughs> so we must have thought I was, like, on so many drugs. Yeah. Bye, out of your mind, except it was just Bye, normal, out of my normal mind. No, Sarah. I was just normal, normal everyday Sarah. <laughs> okay, so deal breakers. So my question is... Yeah, what are your deal breakers and how have they changed like over the years? Do you find different deal breakers from like when you were in your 20s to now? 
that we're in our 30s. E Edie's joining the yes. party. Hi, Edie. Oh, hi, baby. Um, my deal breakers in my 20s were very different in that it was like, you can't live at home with your parents. That was a huge deal breaker to me. Uh, it still is, but that was much more common, I feel like. Yeah. Post-college, it, it was a huge turnoff to me to have that as, like, a prospective boyfriend. And I, I lived at home for about six months after college, and that, that was well enough time for me to radically reject that. Um, and I also, my deal breaker, it still goes back to smell. It was, like, boys who smell like basement, which is a huge phenomenon in their 20s after college. Like, they smell like damp towels and moldy basements. You have a hypersensitive nose. Yeah. Yeah. You do. And, like, their laundry didn't fully dry. So that was a big one. And then I was, it was less about, like manners and social equality for me and more about like are you gonna are you just gonna flake out after I don't know what I'm saying you're gonna flake out after what if you trusted them yeah like if you thought they were serious trustworthy people right. or... and then I would like get super into them and then they just kind of back off and disappear but they yeah, still do that. I, well that's not yeah that has not changed that's not necessarily a deal breaker that's just a fact of dating per se and yeah. that wasn't your choice at that moment or any of our choices when that happens nina also virgins really yeah i felt like you had a lot of deal breakers in your 20s i do i i'm like forgetting everything we talked about i know this is a hard conversation Okay, well, I'll give you a few of mine. Thin lips. I have never liked thin lips. That has stayed with me 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Thin lips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mine, mine is more of ideologies, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, I need mm. them to be attractive, first of all. Well, are you, like, attraction is so weird because you can be attracted to someone who, like, isn't physically your type or attractive, but you're just, like, still attracted to them. And then sometimes there's, like, beautiful men who aesthetically look pleasing, but then not, right. like, I don't think. And that gets into where the deal breakers come in. Right. Like, mine is a love for guns and hunting like I'm not okay with that I will never want a gun in my house and I will never want dead animal trophies in my house so if, if right. it's a guy that like can't live without that then he's not living with me and I'm in and I'm in Texas now and it's impossible to date because of that speaking of which did you get in touch with that really hot guy from um, what was it, Tinder, who was into guns and hunting? No. I, no. <laughs> but <laughs> he was, well, he was on Bubble, and I was having a moment of weakness, and I was like, oh, but I really need some, like, attention right now, and he has a very nice body. But it was on Bumble, and I already let the 24 hours lapse, and they want me to pay to be able to rematch, and I'm like, no. That's, that's showing me that it was a deal breaker, and I have to just by my principles 
Yeah, it's a sign. I started paying for Bumble for one month this week. I finally gave in and was just curious about what would actually happen if I did it. And all they do is just show you matches in Philadelphia or really far away in New Jersey. Yeah. What is the, what are you supposed to get from like paying for the membership? You can extend your match time. Like you can have an extra 24 hours, let's say, or you can go back and rematch someone that you might have passed over or you can see who's like picked you and you can just look at their picture and click on it and you don't have to go through all the swiping you can just see who's already swiped yes oh so it takes away the like game aspect of it exactly it's just it's very instant gratification in the sense of it and then in the reality it's just like this guy's still not cute and has some uh hygiene issues that I can already spot and he lives a hundred miles away. How do you spot their hygiene issues from Bumble pictures? Uh just just like the like the teeth or the wrinkle the wrinkly shirt or just like they're only in bed lying there taking photos from one angle. Yeah. And they must not like get up that much and change their sheets because it's all the same. Or they just think they look good from only that from that one angle or, when they're like upside down. Or what they're is that? also saying, what "Look, I'm in bed. Come join me." And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you know that's more interesting than general deal breakers. What are your like Bumble, Tinder, swipe, right swipe versus swipe deal breakers? Left swipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I see the phrase "partner in crime." That's an immediate left swipe. I don't care how hot they are. I don't care how cute. I don't care if they have dogs. I don't want to be anyone's partner in crime. I'm ye- I'm doing that thing where I'm yelling at my phone again. I'm so mad about it. It's just like, it's like, fuck you, dude. You can't think of anything more creative to say. And also, like, you're not a criminal. Like, we're not going to get arrested together. That's That's not... That's not romantic. Or that's at not all. what you're looking for either. I don't want to that's be arrested. Not, like, I don't want to go to jail. I just want a boyfriend. Yeah. But if they say they're looking for a partner in crime, that means like they're not just looking for a hookup and they're looking for some kind of like partnership, right? Right. Just say looking for something serious, not looking to possibly rob a bank, haha, but no, actually, I need you to have a driver's license. <laughs> I don't mind that, but okay, I hear your point. I Nina. mean, I totally use that phrase in my younger days, in my 20s, on the first round of dating sites. I definitely was like, I'm looking for my partner in crime, <laughs> and now I'm glad I don't do it anymore, if that's a deal breaker. Because <laughs> you're not a douchebag, you're not uncreative. It's true, I've learned things. Wow. Man, it's tough out there. It's tough out there. I'm starting to feel bad for the boys. They like they just want like to find a nice relationship. Yeah. Well you can be clear about from it. only one angle is a deal breaker. That's a left swipe totally. for sure because it's like, well, you're hiding something. Or it, Or only one photo. Or if What yes, is that? One, one photo. photo. Is not enough. What is that? That's like not even you. That's what? You hired an actor to like take your place or you stole someone's headshot and you have nothing else that's a left but one photo did not not some of the times they're catfishing but like often it's not even a good photo (laughs) no yeah it's not that hard (laughs) to take a selfie guys oh i have another one blurry photos it's 2018 
I should be able to see your face without red eye and movement. It's called a camera phone. They work really now. well. Like you can have a nice photo. Right. Or when guys like in every photo, it's just really hard to see what they look like. Like they're wearing sunglasses yeah. or it's like a side angle or it's really far yeah, away. They're definitely hiding like sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. Sunglasses in more than two photos is a definite left Something light. I did notice, though, in Berlin versus over in the U.S., if they were wearing sunglasses in their first photo in the U.S., they're always unattracted by the time you can actually see their face. But in Berlin, they're like, I'm like, why are you hiding behind those sunglasses? You're so hot. Here's the thing with Berlin Tinder is I think that the cult, like the guys like just do not know how to make their profiles. Like, they don't know, they don't care, they just, like, they probably let, like, the algorithm just, like, pick the photos and then just, like, pick them up, like, put them up. Oh, it does that? There's a, it, the thing? Well, because when it's you... It's, like, whatever your top Facebook photos Right, they'll pick your Facebook photos, and I bet you a lot of guys just, like, don't even look at it. They're just, like, I joined. Click. <laughs> <laughs> There was one, I was swiping with my friend yesterday, we were at a bar and I was showing her Bumble because she's married and we were going through it and there was one like super handsome guy and we were going through his profile and then all of a sudden it's this ugly dude in the photo and we're like, oh! and then you could only see him in the photo if you double clicked on it and enlarged it and he didn't realize that like his ugly friend oh, no. was taking up the whole photo in the initial swipe and so we were like no oh they're so dumb he cock blocks yeah. himself this is because he's stupid something i think guys like really need to learn how to like take decent photos of themselves learn what photos they should post like there's just there's some guys that i'll see their profile and i'm like i can't can't tell if you're like what you look like I cannot tell if you're attractive or not like these angles are terrible like are you hideous or are you actually gorgeous and I just can't tell from the way you take a photo of yourself right like we always show each other our profiles and our photos and we're always sending over options and and tweaking each other's and editing but men don't have that and I'm here like I could take anyone's bumble and make it a thousand times better and actually get them dates if they just relinquish some control of their ego and we're like here can you help me because what they're doing now is not working and car selfies are the worst (laughs) thing that's ever happened okay let me tell you the kinds of selfies no one should ever do bathroom mirror selfies Jim, Jim mirror. Jim mirror. That's selfies. all of them, though. <laughs> then they're not gonna have any photos. I don't like the like topless, and I'm 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 gonna like show you my my six pack from like the neck down with like trying to get like what like the penis looks like in oh, there. I don't. Yeah. Like that. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't be a decapitated body. I just don't like it when they're like <laughs> taking pictures of themselves shirtless. Like if you okay. If somebody has taken a photo of you when you're playing beach volleyball and you don't have your shirt on, you're playing sports, you don't have your shirt on, but it's like an action shot that looks natural, fine, include it. But like, if it's just you standing taking a picture of your physique, like, no. No. And also, those people, all they want to do is have like casual sex. Right. That's what they're advertising. And for that, like, it's not something that I want to swipe on but at least I can see where they're going with it and it is a clear photo <laughs> and it clearly illustrates what it is they are ideally looking for and it's that much easier for me 
to decide which way to swipe. That's yeah. true. That's true. They just want sex, and they're putting that out there. They're like, here's my body. If you like it and just want to, like, have casual sex with me, you can If you want it. to touch it. <laughs> if you want to touch it. Swipe right. <laughs> there are a lot of shirtless dude photos where the guy's nipples look really like a face sometimes. Like, they look... What? They look like an a face, like a face emoji, <laughs> like just the way that they're angled, and that's sometimes all I can see is like the weird smiley face that their nipples and abs are making, and then I can't. Or some most of the t- sometimes oh, the sorry. pudgy guys don't have shirts on. I'm like, okay, come on, guy, you know, you know that's not helping your case. <laughs> it's like fine to be pudgy, but no but that's not case. something you should like. I don't know. Keep your shirt on. Yeah, a little I bit would... of mystery is okay. Right. Like, there's um, there's a lot of... Most guys that do, like, shirtless selfies are pretty ripped. But then, like, every once in a while you see the guy that, like, isn't even chubby, but it's just, like, kind of average. Or really physique, skinny. Which is fine. But it's like, Dad yeah. why are you topless photo? Like, don't, don't put a topless photo. Like, do you know the other guys on here putting their shirtless photos on? Because they're, like... They have, like, 16 packs. Like, I've seen, like, crazy <laughs> amounts of abs, and you're just, like, like, no one wants to see your pasty, like, undefined chest. Wait until I fall in love with you, and then, like, I'll be fine with it. But, like, I don't... What are you doing? Wait, I'm not going... Oh, that Maybe guy, they're that just like... dad bod is super hot. I want that now. <laughs> they don't even know what dad I've... bod is. <laughs> I feel like they're looking for maybe a dermatologist to date who can tell them what moles look suspicious and what they should get removed. Like, that's a left swipe just because you're so oblivious. Like, someone doing that thinks, like, I have a really good-looking chest, and they've clearly never seen a man's chest who works out regularly. Right. I get mad at the dudes who have really cute dogs. They right? so like the trick dogs you, so and you start. Cute. I know. And then they trick you. That because dog like, is cute. I want to play with your puppy, and the dog, the dog is so cute. Uh, but like they're not cute at all. But they're using the dog as the crutch, and that's that's like really tricky for me because I like dogs a lot. <laughs> and they know this. And a lot of times, it's not even their fucking dog. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the word. This prop dog. If I pose with a dog in a picture, like Joni Mitchell, I will acknowledge that immediately she is not my dog, but she's like my main hang, but she's not mine, and she doesn't always come with me if I'm going to show up on a date. And, like, that's just, that has to be okay. Edie's in a photo. I went on, so, like, my dog is basically the primary feature of my um, Tinder profile, like, all I say is that I'm looking for someone as cool as my dog, and then my final picture is my dog. And so I went out with this one guy like last summer, and he was like, he told me that he loved dogs. I didn't bring Sammy on this date. It was just I don't know why, but um, like, yeah, you had a feeling. Yeah, I must have. He, maybe it was raining or something, so I didn't want to get him all wet. And he said he's like, I really love dogs. I'm really a dog person. He's like, but I don't actually like it when they come inside the house. I like it. <laughs> I like it when they're outside dogs. I was like, not okay. I don't think that makes you a dog person. <laughs> I think that makes you a wolf person. He's like, no, it's so cool. Like they can play outside and like, but they don't have to come inside. No, I don't like it when they're inside. 
I was like, okay. And he was like, you know, and you know what's really gross is when dogs sleep on the bed with you. <laughs> he was like, this- not only does this guy hate dogs, like he's totally a misogynist and he's just like telling you about the dog, but he means women. <laughs> well, then he asked me, he was like, does your dog sleep on the bed with you? And I was like, absolutely. Yes, yeah, definitely. And he's like, oh, well, he's like, but, but like, you don't let your dog like kiss your face, do you? That's really. I can't, I can't understand that. And I was like, nope, I, yeah, I do that too. I, do. <laughs> I don't let my dog kiss my face. I'm not into that. But she also hates face kisses, so we have that in common. Doesn't like it. I do nose Doesn't kisses. Doesn't like it. I love nose kisses. Yeah. Well, it's, it's slightly more hygienic than mouth, mouth to mouth. Yeah, mouth to mouth. I'm not going to say that, like, I've never... French kiss my dog because like haven't we all at one point a <laughs> at little least, bit accidentally, at least accidentally yes. <laughs> right like not on purpose I don't seek it out but like it's happened it's happened I'm not gonna lie but yeah I usually go for the nose yeah are there any more I feel like we covered a lot of them what about like things people say in the profile or don't say I love Trump right okay I think for all of us like being a Republican is a deal breaker <laughs> Yes. Well, also people that are really into God or Jesus, because, I mean, I have nothing against that, but I know if they really love God or Jesus, they're not going to be okay with me not. Right. So I don't need need to even right. go there. There's this one guy on Bumble who always pops up, and he's super dreamy, and I get so excited every time I see him pop up. And then his last line... He must line, have right swiped you. No, well, his last line is like, must love Jesus and be... A total Catholic, something like that. Like I'm super into God, so every time I get to the bottom of his profile, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys! Like, come on! And then I have to left swipe him, and it Literally. kills me because he's so hot. Yeah, well, that means he right swiped you if he keeps popping up. Well, he can go you nowhere because it's not going to happen. You're like, I don't love Jesus, and I'm not Catholic. I'm not going to pretend. Or you could right swipe him and be like, I'm a nice Jewish girl. What do you think But I'm about not that? even a nice Jewish girl. I'm just agnostic, and, and I not that nice. think I'm yeah. sometimes a psychic witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you love Jesus and be a witch at the same time? They're very I'm, disharmonious. I'm sure there's some cult of Jesus, Jesus. witches. No, it's... Witches for Jesus. Wiccans... Wiccans are all about, like, what happened way before Jesus, so it's just not congruous. Yeah, no, I don't... People that are religious, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. They don't like me, either. Not a good fit. Or they want to change you, or indoctrinate you, or they talk down to you like you don't understand their close personal connections to Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel really a very close personal... connection to Jesus because like he's one of the tribe like we probably have more in common with what Jesus was actually like than any of the Christians I'm only close and personal to Jesus when I'm having sex and that's just what ends up coming out of my mouth so but like he was (laughs) but he was Jewish like I wonder if he was like really neurotic about like you know was he a hypochondriac too dude he walked around barefoot yeah he was a carpenter hippie artist guy he's a deal breaker i mean i know he's like my walking deal breaker deal breaker but like would actual jesus be a deal breaker i feel like he would be cooler Mm. i don't know it depends on how he smells (laughs) 
Probably not that good. <laughs> right. Just walking through the desert yeah, for a long time. Yeah, he probably wasn't bathing. And poor Mary Magdalene had to, like, wash his feet and was just <laughs> so, so upset with that decision. <laughs> That's who I feel for. Mary Magdalene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she was just, like, hanging out with all those men all the time. And then she got cast as a whore. Because, why? Because she was a woman. Yep. Just for existing. Just... Yeah, like, she was his top, I mean, probably his wife, but they don't have conclusive evidence on that. But she was not a whore. Or they would never admit it if it was. Um, But she was, like, it's been proven that she was, like, a top disciple or apostle or whatever. And, like, they turned her into a whore just because they hate women. Right. Well, she had to be problematic in some way because he had to fix her. But he didn't need to fix her. Right. But they act like he did. Right, because a, right. they want well, to discredit women. The patriarchy was in charge. Yeah, patriarchy. But she, but she was like, me too. <laughs> I, okay, so have we finished our deal breakers? No. Yeah, I think No, do you have? It's an ongoing, it's a, it'll never ever end. Okay. I think oh, I think we should wrap up the deal breakers. I think we like hit on a bunch of them and went on some really uh, interesting tangents about dog kisses <laughs> and Jesus. So, would Jesus let dogs kiss his face? Definitely, right? Totally. Yeah. That's why all the bitches love him. <laughs> but um, chink. <laughs> Bitches for Jesus, but it's just dogs, just female dogs following him around. (laughs) You got it. You found it. You did it. If that's the case, then I would like Jesus a whole bunch, actually. All right, so the question. So it's time for our famous segment, Those Who Can't Do Give Advice. (laughs) Yay. My therapist loves this segment, by the way. (laughs) Yes winner um so this is very exciting one of our male listeners has a question for us this week wait we have one we have a male listener how many listeners do you think like we have? seven but that's so good yeah. <laughs> I, I know so one of our male listeners has this question this is a little bit hard to explain but basically he wants to know okay so let's say a woman and a, and a man are having sex and like like the woman is done like she's had her orgasm or she's whatever she's she's had enough or she's done her what she wanted to do in that experience and then but the guy is still going so the woman might like start like saying things like to to move it along to help him finish yeah and Mm -hmm. so he wants a nice thing to do yeah i agree so he wants to know what the women and those moments are thinking like (laughs) why do we do that are we are we enjoying it are we just like are we just like looking at our watches being like okay let's get this over with let me just phone it in and say some things that's the question they're definitely trying to in the process and get him to finish his part and to be done and happy and probably enjoy his experience unless she's like not very into him and just doing it robotically and she's like "Uh uh-huh yeah come on let's finish but that's pretty rare though it's like pretty hard to like be really into dirty talking if you're not into the experience at all 
that's true. I find that dirty talking in that situation will actually get me back into it. Like it's it's helpful for both of us because if I'm tired or if I'm thirsty or if I just want if I'm done and I just want to lie down like the dirty talk it it will it will really energize every party and hopefully you know get it to go smoothly that much faster. I'll also admit I'm not much of a dirty talker. So, so when you want someone to finish up, what do you do, Lauren? Well, usually, usually we finish about the Fuck same you. time or not long <laughs> after one another. Fuck you. How is that possible? Uh, well, I don't know. Biology. But, like, haven't you ever been with a guy um, that takes, like, a really long time? I, uh, Drunk dudes. I mean, okay, well, I'm also lucky to have multiple orgasms, so usually by that time I can get off a couple more times, so I'm okay with it. That's amazing. I'm insanely jealous of your anatomy. So multiple orgasms are You're real. You're a unicorn. <laughs> I, I, I am the unicorn, and that's why I think guys are also like, woo, they get into that Do you too. also have orgasms from, like, penetrative sex? pretty easily yeah that's how i get them i don't really get it from oral i don't really like oral wow my god you're like the oh my god guys you're like the ideal sex partner for men like they don't have to go down on you and they can just like fuck you forever and you'll just keep coming (laughs) until i get too sore and i'm like okay that's enough yeah the soreness part is my is what the tricky part is for me it's like I enjoy everything but after a certain point I'm really thirsty and I need to stop and get water because like I'm fucking thirsty and I'm talking and you're behind me and it's just like it's this whole thing and I get exhausted and uh time out water but then you slow that whole process or you stop the whole process you have to like start it all over again so my one second reprieve is not even worth it because I have to get back all in there again and then I'm like do I have to use a hand in a certain place or a finger somewhere like how far does this have to go before we're both happy and finished and I can go to sleep because dudes fall asleep on on us all the time like that's not fair right when they're done they're done and there's usually very I have had one guy though he did finish before me, and he was able able to like keep it going for, him. for like a couple minutes more. And I I appreciated that effort, even though he was like, "I'm I'm done." That's I've also had partners that if they come before me, will like do their do their part. Do yeah, afterwards. Yes. I that's what we agree mutual satisfaction i like it when a dude for whatever reason if he's drunk or tired too tired or like we're both just spent i like it when he can just admit like you know what it's not gonna happen right now like i'm not in the right mind space or like this feels great this is awesome i'm just not able to come right now and and he'll shut it down so we're both not like wasting going a ton more energy and going forever yeah, uh, um, uh, uh, or if they like take uh, matters into their own hands or or just have you change it up and do something else like I'm always super grateful for that because it's not always you know this cut and dry easy thing to make your partner come and you know definitely not vice versa so 
I I like it when people can just admit in the in the battlefield that they that they uh they concede to the other side and uh let's just put a cap on it for tonight and we'll we'll do this again soon and later. But I really hate it when like sex sex starts getting stale, you know, where you feel like that kind of like okay, we're just like doing gets like a little monotonous. Mm-hmm. So I think I start talking to like keep myself in it yeah keep it fresh keep it sexy keep it exciting keep it interesting like I don't want to I don't want to be like you know blah I don't want it to be like blah sex oh I can dirty talk like a pro like it the craziest shit will come out of my mouth like it's 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 not hard it's definitely its own kind of zen in a way like you have to get into a mind space where you're very comfortable and free when you are and, and you're trying to figure out like what what, what is it what's gonna get else. them like what what's gonna make them go over yeah, the like, edge and then that's right. so satisfying so I just think it depends on on how much you like or love the person your partner how it, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances and physical and mental mind places and and body places where you're at but most of the time I think it's like a fun and joyful experience and then a quarter of the time I just want it to be done so I can go to bed and rest yeah or if you're like doing the dirty talking you're doing like a lot to get the other person off and it's not working it's still going on forever and then you're like okay don't I'm out of ideas (laughs) I'm just gonna go to the beginning of that thing I was saying before and just restart yeah, I usually, like, when that happens, I have to, like, really, I'm, like, okay, I'm just focusing down, I'm, like, gonna go inwards with my energy, I'm just gonna, like, flow state this out. <laughs> then you're just doing beat poetry. <laughs> like, I won't even yourself. talk, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, trying to tune into like, the other person's, like, energy, I'm, like, we're just gonna get in, like, a flow state, like, time will stop, we'll just find each other in the other dimension somewhere. I just I hate feeling work. I hate feeling like a cheerleader too like you, you kind <laughs> you of want to be but you like you want to and you want to be sure that that's where it's going but you don't want to sound like that <laughs> and you don't want to you don't want to like check back and be like is everything okay yeah. like what's like what's are you broken are you finished did it, did it fall off like <laughs> did I break what it this, did it happen like are you yeah. Because I've, I've done that thing before of, like, encouraging a lot, and then it backfires because it, like, puts too much pressure on my partner, and then yeah. and then it, it's just a lost cause. Yeah, me too, and then I feel so bad. And then you feel bad! Like... <laughs> and you're just trying to make them feel good! I know, it was like, I was trying to, like, yeah, I was great, helping. cheerlead. I was helping. <laughs> I carried, yeah, they... I carried a watermelon <laughs> and then dropped it on your foot. Maybe we try too hard. Maybe we just need to be, like, more German. Like, I hear German women don't do anything. They just lie there. They don't make noises. I don't know if they orgasm or not. That sounds really boring. Really? That is what I've heard. Yeah. They don't do anything. Yeah. Coldfish. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. cold cold kraut fish in the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I've I've heard from different people too that they're also like super freaky. I mean, I guess German men and German women are very cold to each other, but when when it comes to Americas, they like woo, spark. No, I mean, I think being like kinky and stuff is different. Yeah, I'm just talking about the who knows. Everybody's different. I'm sure. Like, there's. I mean, they have sex clubs in Germany. They they obviously enjoy that part of their their sexuality and the voyeurism and the secrecy versus public versus private specter of where and when you can get away with things so they have that going but it, it i feel like it's less private there i think they're more openly it's voyeuristic yeah open about it it's, it's very like open fake private yeah. but you still have to like go go into a designated area it's not all open you have to put yourself in that situation we don't have that here um Aren't some of the parks like nude parks too? I mean, I know there's the nude spas. Mm, we went there. We them. <laughs> but aren't some of the parks also like topless in the park? Yeah, nudity park? generally is like not a big deal here anywhere. Like if you're sunbathing, you could probably sunbathe nude, nude in the parks if you wanted to. Um, yeah, even the sex clubs here, like they're sex clubs, but like a lot of people go. Like they're they're kind of popular clubs. Not just sex clubs. Yeah, that kind, which we didn't want to stay up long enough to try to go or to. like Kit Kat, like a lot of people go yeah. to Kit Kat Club. It's like more of a thing here. I've heard of that one. Do you go to the Kit Kat Club? That's where I work, I dance. It's from Rent. Oh yeah, Rent, that's why I've heard of it. <laughs> It's it's actually Cat Scratch Club, and you got the words wrong. Oh, shit, it's the Cat Scratch Club. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to uh, rent truth bomb you, but you, you were wrong. And we saw it together, and you were wrong. I'm going to have to edit this out. I'm going to have to edit this. I am shamed. <laughs> no, no, this is very important to sustain. You have to own up to your mistakes, Sarah. This is like my, someone's going to write an article about me, how like. <laughs> how your musical theater fail. Yeah. This is the greatest, this... gravest judgment of error in your life. <laughs> this is going to be a big piece about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You've been outed. <laughs> Nina. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I need to be held accountable. We all have to be held accountable for what we say and do. Yeah. Speaking of being held accountable, um, so there's the Aziz Ansari uh, article out from the woman that went on a date with him, um, calling him out for some... I saw I saw the mention of it. I haven't read the article yet. Can you, like, before, before we go morning. on, before I just, you know, start talking out of my butt, um, what, what happened? So, there's a 22-year-old photographer met Aziz Ansari at, like, a, what was... After after party, party. like, award show or something. And, like, they they talked about photography, because he has, like, a camera, whatever. They kind of hit it off. He got her number, and then started texting her, and then they set up a date. And it sounded like the first part of the date went pretty well. You know, he took her out to dinner, they went on a boat... And then, um, he was all of a sudden, okay, let's go to, back to my place. Right yeah. Now. And it sounds like from the article, like he's, he decided very abruptly, it was like, get the check and like run back home. Okay. Basically. And she wasn't even, 
He's like, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's like she do wasn't this. done with her wine. Maybe he'd taken like a Viagra or something. <laughs> Maybe he was like Maybe. on a time. Maybe. Yeah, it seemed like a weird detail in the article that like he was like ready to go. So he gets her home to his home, tells her to like hop up on the counter. <laughs> what? Like strips each other naked immediately. It seems like kind of before she knows what's going on, which can happen. I've experienced that. It's like, wait, I'm naked right now. How did I thought we were just starting? Yeah, like they started kissing within like five minutes, like full nudity, and he's like, and then he's like trying to have sex with her, and she's like, whoa, 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 like can we like chill a minute? Can we take some time? And he's like, oh yeah, let's go hang out on the couch, hang naked, out chill out. Yeah, I think they were naked. Yeah. So they go hang out on the couch, and they're... You can't hang out naked on a couch, like... Right, well, then immediately he's like, go down on me. <laughs> and she does, because she's 22, and yeah. she's trying to make the best of the situation, I guess. But anyways, he keeps pushing her, and she keeps trying to give... She says a lot of nonverbal cues, but also at certain times, it's like, you know, this is making me a little uncomfortable, can we, like, cool off a little bit? And then he would say, like, yeah, 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 let's cool off. But then he would, like, immediately try to, um, you know, have sex with her. So Aziz is basically every guy in high school who got anywhere near us in in a private situation. It is a very, like, high school thing, right? Like, he clearly hadn't had, A, no skills. Like, no seduction skills. (laughs) Well, the fact that he got her naked so quickly is is a step up from no, high it's not. They want the high school guys. They want a lot to get more. you naked quickly, so like you you almost don't know what's going on, so you can't even say no because like it happens so fast. You're just spinning. You're spinning out. You're like, wait, what? What is this? So it's like it's a ploy to make you almost too vulnerable to put your clothes back on and leave because you're already vul- You're already right. there. How, how how do they learn when to do this? Is that, like, something they discuss in gym class? Is, like, how to, like, most effectively, like, get a girl yeah. to have sex with you? It's like, well, if she's like, naked Like, literally already, disarm like, her. her to say no. yeah. I don't remember anyone stripping me naked very quickly in high school. It just seems... I mean, not in high school. It was in my later yeah. life, but still. It just seems like a very kind of amateur, immature, insensitive thing to do. Like that I'm going to get what I can get right now as soon as possible, instant gratification, before, before you can, you can say, say no. no. And, and okay, so she wrote this article detailing her experience, and what, what, was, your, what was your reaction? Because it, so, it sounds to me like he didn't listen to her, didn't respect her, and as a writer and a performer and someone who passes himself off as a person who respects women and his dates, like, this doesn't sound like behavior that he's he's necessarily emulating in his personal life to me and it it sounds like he should be called out if he did take advantage of her right i guess my thought of it was like he obviously acted like a creep he was um you know kind of trying to coerce her to have sex with him or didn't seem to care that like she you know wanted to take it slower, didn't want to do it, like, he was just trying to, like, push her into it, and, like, not respecting her boundaries, and not really, like, gauging her enjoyment of the situation, and, like, that's really shitty, I'm not, like, that's not okay behavior, like, he acted like an asshole, and should have been called out, I guess 
what I'm a little bit worried about is that he, it doesn't seem that he did anything illegal. Like, he, she, you know, there was never a point where she said no and he forced himself on her or something like that. Um, so it just feels like a little bit worrisome that from this bad date and, and clearly poor behavior that like, you know, now it's kind of a public hanging of Aziz and Sari. Not that I think his behavior was good or that he shouldn't be held accountable, but I don't know that like a public forum like this is the... Well, he is in the public eye and he does have money and power and he's a well-known presence. Like people do know who he is. And so it makes sense that, you know, he's been famous for the past, what, like 10 years and these these men and also made statements about a, how to be a good, a good guy, guy yeah. and to be modern romance yeah he's not so sticking he's, he's, spoken he's not about sticking that to those too. things that he you know goes off on and claims, claims and proclaims for himself and made and money made a on a ton of money on and has the respect that he does because of those things so yes i know it's it's a date where she probably maybe would have wanted to have sex with him had it gone in a more slow or patient or been a more, you know, reciprocal environment where she felt comfortable. Like, it doesn't sound like it started out in yeah, a terrible place, upon. but it really quickly got creepy and he got, he got forced, he got forceful with her. So in that sense, like, I do think I, she should expose it because how many other women has he played this to and done this to and you know it's it's not I don't think these things happen in a vacuum anymore and I think that the the call out culture that we're going through is is for a reason because it's probably not just her and I'm curious to see what comes out the, yeah and the behavior needs to be modified not just for him but for like all men that have acted this way towards women and it's just kind of to show an example of if a guy's doing this to you it's not okay and just if he's famous or not it's not okay and he still needs to be accountable for his actions and uh, it also needs to be okay for these women to feel empowered enough to stand up for themselves and try to make it so it's more in this situation instead of after the fact after they felt violated Right, I think that's key. Like, I think women need to be much, feel much more comfortable or maybe even be trained to be able to, in the moment they feel uncomfortable, to say, hey, I don't like this. I'm not Makes okay. uncomfortable. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't want to do this. I don't like it when you jam your gross fingers, fingers down, down my, throat. my throat and then up my vagina. No, th- no. That's yeah, that's, that's not sexy. That's scary porn. What like, porn did he see yeah. that in and be like, you know, let's do this. <laughs> Stick my two fingers in your mouth. Like, I'm it just, it just sounds like exam. a gross misuse of whatever power he has. But then juxtaposed with this persona that he plays, which is kind of this, you know, nice guy nice slash nebbishy slash like kind of beta, not super, um, powerful man like it's like that that like sensitive man boy thing he has going on but still that's just as dangerous and pervasive uh a mask to hide behind if you're using it to your sexual advantage and exploiting 
really young women from what it sounds like she's 21 22 like 22, that's I a think. huge age difference why are why are you going for someone that young like how who are you trying to influence and groom in that kind of situation I guess to play devil's advocate, like it said in the article a lot, she gave a lot of nonverbal cues. So she wasn't actually saying many times, like, no, I don't want to do this, or like really, you know, using her words to, to kind of right. say what but she wanted. Right. But she's young. Right. But I. Right. She doesn't have the tools to say it yet or to stick up for herself, but also meant or he was dense enough to ignore it or not pay attention to it. And I feel like that's been a situation in many times with other men that pulling back and stopping the kissing for a second, they don't necessarily pay attention to it or they think it's okay right. to stop for a second and then you recover and it's like, okay, so we're, yeah. we can do this again and it's okay. Game well, on. Let's say, let's say for a second, like Aziz is a little like on the spectrum and doesn't read nonverbal cues very well. And if you're in his situation, he's like not getting any, he's not getting really no, she's kind of going along with it because she feels coerced and you know, all the reasons why we go along with things in those situations that we don't want to do. Um, and then, you know, he was clearly oblivious. Like, after the date, he sent her a message saying he had a really nice time, and then she wrote him back, you know, saying that she had an awful time and felt violated and he shouldn't do this to women in the future. Mm. And then he apologized. Right. But it was, like, clearly... I think that was really brave of her and important for her to do, is to right back even though it's instead of being like oh he said he had a nice time i guess this was okay yeah. yeah she totally did the right thing calling him out and he needed to be aware that his behavior is not okay i think that was very good i just don't know that he needs to be aware that made aware in such like a public i don't know if what he did if he was truly unaware and she didn't say no well they never had the consent conversation they skipped that so it's like you don't have consent if you don't have that conversation. So yeah, I think he does deserve to be called out because if you're if you're going to skip that, then you don't deserve the privacy and the anonymity of what a normal hookup has because you never bothered to even ask. You What you, is the consent conversation? I think it's like what are you okay with doing? What are you into? What what makes you feel good? What makes you feel comfortable? Like are do you want to have sex? Is this on the table? Like, if she said, let's slow down, you know, he really should have listened to that and, and not been like, all right, well, let's just move locations, but keep doing what we were, what I was trying to get you to do in the first place. Like, that's not consent. It just sounds right. like there was no communication at all. And, you know, on her part, these nonverbal cues, they were not being processed. And on his part, he, it sounds like was just trying to keep her disarmed and feeling vulnerable in order to get what he wanted to get so right and the few times she did assert herself right it wasn't listened to right he didn't listen to her uh anyone jamming their fingers anywhere in my presence on my body in my wherever no 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 without a conversation first of like oh hey i think it's really sexy if you do x or like i'm really into it when I do this. No, that is not something you get to oh. assume that the other party likes. I mean, I can say I've never ever had a conversation about consent. It's more like 
it's like they, they try things and in the moment see what they can get away with. But then I'm like, well, no, you I don't can like that. assert yourself, but yeah. it's afterwards. Right. I don't know that I've ever had a consent conversation, but I'm I'm okay with saying no to people, especially now. But we have we have so many ways of making ourselves clear verbally and non, and we know how to shut down or diffuse a situation in most circumstances. Yeah, we also have like we almost, have fourteen years of experience what, oh, on her. Right on her and uh, learning right. about ourselves, and that right. doesn't mean that we're we're you know invincible by any means, but it means that we know no. if we're in a situation that isn't going the way that we want or ha- being handled in a way that we feel respected by, if in most cases we can get out of it and and keep our dignity and our intentions intact. You know, I mean, I had a very very similar situation to her it was a bumble date it was my first and only (laughs) bumble date years ago in new york and i went Mm. up to the upper west side and i was far out of my neighborhood and a distance away and i went met this guy for drinks and it was fine he it was like i I wasn't sure if i was super into him or not but it was like i'm gonna write this out and let it have a chance and we ended up going back to his place and i was like under the guise of, like, we would just hang out more and talk more, but immediately he, like, kissing me and kissing me, and my, my clothes were off very quickly, and I was like, well, I, and I was, like, pulling them back on as he was trying yeah. to take them off, oh. and then I Like, you're not on the like same page, in. yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, but then I eventually, like, gave into it, so I was naked, and then he pulled me into his bedroom, and I was like, I'm not having sex with you, I straight up did tell him that which he fortunately respected it but he like covered my body in like painful things and i felt like so violated and he was like ramming his fingers places and i was like oh my god i'm like the thought crossed my mind is like oh my god i'm gonna be raped and there's nothing i can do about it because he totally overpowers me thank god i wasn't but i left and like the next day he was totally like i had a great time last night let's meet up again i was like no you violated me and i have these like i sent him a photo yeah. of my body with these covered in tickies and he was like oh yeah shit, i did that i must no, have been really then drunk why, then why <laughs> then why yeah oh uh, yes so i immediately like deleted him and deleted his number and never saw that guy again but like he again it's like a culture yeah. of consent and it's he is being like Aziz is being exposed to show that this happens and that this does happen and it needs to change and it's not okay for the people who don't have that platform. Yeah, yeah. To be exposed. You're right. On. Actually, I had a similar, not not that bad at all. But this summer, I met this guy who I liked. I was like having this really nice night with him. Like I, it was kind of a random meeting at the bar on my street seemed really cool, really interesting. We had like a great conversation, kind of drinking wine, and then I was ready to go home and go to bed. And um uh he was like, "No, don't go." Uh he's like, "Why don't we go for a walk?" And I was like, "Okay, we can like go." Up. It was like a summer night. I was like, "We can go walk up to the canal." He's like, "Let's go go for a little walk." So we walk up to the canal and we sit down. And there's, like, ducks and swans doing interesting things. And I'm like, what are the ducks and swans doing out at night? And I'm, like, talking <laughs> my normal Sarah way. I'm like, why is there only one swan? Do the other swans not like this swan? Or, like, does he like being alone? Like, I was having my own, like, imaginative world about these ducks and swans. And, like, he just, like, 
starts kissing me, but like so aggressively, like his tongue is just like ramming in my throat. And then he's like trying to take my clothes off, like in the, <laughs> like outside on no. the side of this canal. And I keep like, you know, like zipping my shirt back up and like putting my clothes back down. And I was like, hey, you know, and like his, I, I started just feeling repulsed. And I was like, I was like, look, I'm, you know, I was like, can we take this like a little slower? I'm not, I'm not having sex with you, like by the side of a canal. Like I'm not you know, just, can we just, like, hang out and talk or whatever? He's like, yeah, yeah, but every, and then, like, he would say yes, and then, like, immediately start kissing me again and, like, trying to take my clothes off again, like, trying to, yeah, stick his fingers in me and stuff. No. And it happened, like, three or four times, and finally I was like, okay, I want to go home. He was like, why? And I was like, well, because you're You're not not respecting my boundaries. Yeah. And then he got, like, all mean, like, 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 upset and pouty, and then we were walking, and he's like, well, are you going to invite me home with you? I was like, no, did you just hear anything I said? Yeah, and he was probably viewing you as being a cock tease. He was probably like, well, you gave me so many signals. Well, signals don't yeah. mean violate. Yeah, he here. couldn't understand it. And I was trying to be really open, and I was like, look, like I like you. I'd like to hang out with you and get to know you, but I need like a little more time to like feel comfortable with people. Like I can't just jump into something you know, if you try to, like, force it on me, like, I'm not going to be able to hang out with you at all. He's like, well, I don't want you to... And, like, then he got, like, all mad and, like, defensive. Yeah, it was so weird. And then the next night, he came to the same bar, like, with some, like, ugly woman, like, trying to make me jealous. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You can't make work. someone jealous if you <laughs> physically and you know, mentally repulsed them with your being and didn't listen to what they were saying to you. Like, you don't get that. You don't get that. You don't, you don't get to live like this fancy, wonderful celebrity life and take advantage of people and not be called out on it anymore. Like no one has that luxury. And I'm really, I'm really excited about that. It's just such a nice new leveled playing field. Like fuck your power. No. I was going to say the bad thing in your situation, Sarah, you showed up with that ugly girl. You probably tried the very same things with her. But chances are, like, she didn't have, like, the self-esteem that you have. And she might not have said no. And she might have just let it happen. So, therefore, he thinks it's, it's okay like, behavior. okay. I mean, yeah. maybe some people would be into that. I just, I was not, you know. Yeah. Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean, like, some other girl wouldn't find it, like, very hot and sexy. Like, but I, I did not, and he just didn't understand. Well, I in guess. that way, that... I guess it's 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 a matter of men to like need to pay more yeah. attention to these nonverbal cues and right. the verbal cues. They just need to pay it's attention. It's that perception. If someone yeah. says like, "Hey, I need to slow down. I want to get to know you and take it slowly." Like you have to listen to them. If you don't, and the thing is, like maybe if he had done that, we could have like hung out and had a nice time and maybe I would have you know he would have like gotten what he wanted at the end of the day probably not because his no kissing was he terrible. showed you who he was really quickly right yeah well I do have to say something about this Aziz Azari thing coming out like I had repressed my experience and I didn't think about it until after I read that article again I was like oh shit that happened to mm-hmm. me too and that wasn't okay and yeah whenever you're not listening I, I hope this guy yeah. knows it it's it's that same thing it's like you know Sarah you didn't feel comfortable you said something to him 
he didn't respect you, you left. But then, like, of course you're going to want that for everyone else to, to advocate for themselves and to say when they're not feeling comfortable or to give consent. So in that vein, I think that this whole conversation in this article is important. And he does need to be called out because if we're preventing another woman from having to go through what we've all been through and what this other younger woman has been through, then I think that's really empowering and important and strong. Like, right. And we probably need to train women to start speaking up more in those situations, like not trying to, I think we're, we're culturized to like never to like spare the guy's mm, yes. feelings, like fuck their no. feelings, be like non-confrontational and not want to hurt anyone's feelings right. and not want to make, you know, like make a drama, make waves, be crazy. But that's, that's not us. That's not, that's not what we're doing. We're just, we're, we just want to be respected and if we're not acting in a way that we're being treated that we're acting like that's infuriating and that's not fair. And that can't be projected upon us anymore. Like everyone needs, should feel comfortable setting boundaries that make them feel that, that they want to set. And like that, that and needs to be a part to of them. our culture. Yeah. Yeah. Like you set a boundary and the other person has to respect that boundary. Mm-hmm. You can have a discussion about it. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like, that's it it brings up so much and if they don't respect it they're not the one for you i think i think it brings up so much of a discussion about consent and going forward like you know we're all three single we're all trying to date or or not date and and what it means now to have that conversation about about like your your sex life and your desires and what you're not okay with like that's that's really important, I think, going forward for me at least. Of yeah, that's good point. Yeah. Good point. That's something I hadn't done before, but it's something that yeah. maybe I should. And guys are not going to do it for you. <laughs> so no, definitely not. Yeah. They're not going to ask. Well, that's not true. Some I okay. One one does ask. Is mm-hmm. this okay, or do you like this and like that? So it's, yeah. it's rare, but... I mean, if you're, if you're having, like, a nice interaction with someone and they are reading your signals, like, you don't always need to no, have that conversation. No, you don't need to have that conversation because you're, you're, you're on the same wavelength, you're vibing, and they're not doing things that are setting off your alarm of, I'm uncomfortable, or, like, this doesn't feel right. That's... Right. That's not... It's not, like, every single interaction you have to lay down the law of exactly what it is you're looking for, but if you're in... And with a new person and in a new situation and you're not sure what you're willing to do, then you need to have that conversation, I think. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're going home Agreed. with someone. Right. I think the expectation is sex. It's, like, important to say up front, like, hey, I'll go home with you, but I'm not sleeping with you. Yeah. Or... Yeah, my expectations of us going to your place are to literally talk some more, not to... Hook up. Right. Yeah. Have sex. Maybe we can make out yeah. if I'm into it. <laughs> like the the least but that's being as far as I wanted to go. Totally on the table. Anything beyond that, up for discussion. Right. Well, okay. So you've kind of like changed my mind. I think maybe it's good that I think we do have to be careful, like how many people we call out, or like in in what. Right. We don't want it to be another no. Salem witch hunt or but it's about knowing your power uh, and not abusing thing. your power and if and if you're abusing your power and you're you're wielding a sexual 
um, feeling of guilt or pressure over a much younger person in a least in a least in a lesser experienced, you know, a zone, then then yeah, you you are gonna get called out, and I think you deserve it. Okay. And we all know that, like, Aziz would be terrible at sex. Oh. You can... I hear he has a pointy penis. A pointy penis? A pointy, small penis. How does one have it's, a pointy it's, it's penis? It's fairly common, I think, like, a, a lot of the Indian men that I've experienced, which hasn't been, like, it's been two or three, they... That's kind of well. Some are, are fairly long, but yeah, pointy is like kind needle. Of the yeah. shape Arya's sword. <laughs> no, yeah, not, not a sliver, but it definitely it's like it's like a comb. Oh. I don't even know how I know that. I feel like I know someone who hooked up with him, so that that was the feedback of what I got. Well, I have a I have a friend's friend, a, a credible source that sh- she dated him and was in the long term relationship with him, that that book was about and his stand up special was about. So I'm sure she wouldn't be thrilled at this information. Mm. That's coming I wonder. Out. Yeah, I wonder what. I mean, this is clearly kind of his mo. So the girlfriend must have experienced similar things, but maybe not minded it. I guess so. I mean, I know they took a while, like, he pursued her for a very long time before she finally agreed to, like, even go out on a first date with him. But then he bought her a house in L.A., and she moved to L.A. for a little while, and then they, like, broke up a few months I guess she moved out. The lesson is, like, if you're writing a book on modern Mm -hmm. dating and relationships, it's probably because you have, like, some crazy deep-seated issues with modern dating and relationships (laughs) right like nobody's writing that book who's like i'm cool with dating i'm fine it's cool it's all chill yeah this is something i'm good at. it's like he's calling out the culture when i think in reality he's the one who's probably gotten called out with his behavior and it's not about the culture as much as it is about him and the way that he dates Right, and he's trying to, like, make sense of it through right. looking at the culture, but he needs to make sense of it through looking at himself. He's he's focusing in on the wrong lens. He has to turn that lens around yeah. and, and switch cameras. It seems to me that, like, with the Louis C.K. stuff, too, it's, like, these comedians in their acts, they're using it to, like, process through the stuff that they yeah. have problems with in their own life and we just didn't realize that we thought like oh they're being so insightful and, and... oh i have i have another deal breaker sarah oh it's comedians <laughs> that is a good one i actually also yes. have that deal breaker if, if there's a photo of a guy on yes. stage doing what appears to be stand-up i don't care how hot he is nope. he is getting a left swipe for me because i did improv long enough to know that that shit is fucked Never date a community. Never date anyone funnier than you. <laughs> okay, I think that's like a perfect place to end. We brought it full circle. <laughs> Woo! All right. All right. Um, All right. Shrieking sirens out. Out. Episode two. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Heat in my bay like vernacular. Cook up the beat with a spatula. Y'all are not ready for action. I'm smoking these rappers and feeling spectacular. Making a killer like massacre. Watch out, I'm whipping my wrist. Right on my city, been pissed, but I show them love. I'm not the one that's a risk.